on the schedule it's uh, it's written uh, sitting and metta and uh, yesterday anushka talked a little bit about metta and uh, you all practiced together uh, i want to take a few minutes to say a few uh, more words about this maybe contextualize uh, metta in uh, uh in in the framework of the qualities of the heart. I don't know if Anushka mentioned that yesterday. But uh, in uh, Buddhist uh, psychology, we could say, there's, um, there's a particular little grouping or list of the four qualities of the heart. And so metta, we could think as the first quality of this uh, benevolence, so this uh, goodwill, this wishing well, this, uh, what was the expression? This uh, unperturbable friendliness, right? And so uh, this is the first quality. When this benevolence uh, in a heart that is not um, visited by difficult emotions and states of mind, you know, under the spell or in the shackles of uh, of confusion or fear or um, hatred, when the benevolence meets um, uh, what is um, beautiful, um, pleasant, uh, wholesome, if if these words are the right words, there uh, naturally then the heart can rejoice. So that's the second quality of the heart, the, the, uh, the, the spontaneous capacity for the heart to rejoice when something uh, good, good fortune is experienced for somebody else or for us. Uh, and when this uh, benevolence, this wishing well, this wish for things to be safe and good, for everyone, encounter what is difficult, then instead of going into um, tightness or falling into despair or reactivity or blame or shame, or then the heart that is um, maybe wise, we could say, uh, or um, clear, cleared, then the heart naturally feels compassion when it meets something that is difficult. Compassion is a high quality connection with the difficult. So it's a vibration, the heart vibrates and it wants to alleviate, it wants to accompany, it wants to, uh yeah, these are the words I think. So that's the, s- the third quality of compassion. And then uh, in this grouping, there's another quality. It's a kind of a umbrella quality, maybe, or a supportive quality, or embracing quality. It's called equanimity. You hear about uh, this quality some certain amount in the Buddhist uh, psychology. So this is the capacity for the heart to stay uh, in balance when it meets what is beautiful, 
when it meets uh, uh, what is difficult, when it meets what is neither beautiful nor difficult. And so that's the kind of stability. And so by doing the practices that we've been doing here this, this week, we're, it's almost like we're inviting these qualities back. We're creating the field, the conditions to gain access to this. So we're not so busy so that we can actually feel uh, and be touched by the beauty again of a taste or of a gesture. Somebody lets us go through the door first or something and we're touched by the beauty of generosity, of care, and our heart can resonate, can become uh, joyful. Wow, generosity, how beautiful. Or if something happens is difficult, and, uh, and the mind has some quietness to it, some calm to it, and it, uh, it is allowed to be felt more than being reactive, oh no, this, but just, wow, not easy, not easy then it opens the door to compassion, the capacity to be what, with what is difficult. It could be for oneself or for somebody else. So not indifference, not bypassing, not paralyzing, but vibrating, being there. These qualities, they all um, help each other. They work in synergy. So they, uh, you know, they, they become the best of themselves. So the, the benevolence will have um, maybe duration or depth or breadth or width. <laughs> yeah. So it won't be haphazard, you know, like, oh, happen to be benevolent for a few seconds, you know, but it'll have like, uh, it'll become an ally, a good friend, a best friend, always around ready yeah same for the the compassion compassion helps the wish the wishing well to stay active in the difficult instead instead of collapsing the rejoicing is inviting uh, the sensitivity to what is difficult to come and notice what is beautiful what is happening so they balance each other Good way to live, no? And the equanimity, um, equanimity is uh, doesn't uh, arise uh, just like this out of will. Okay, let me be equanimous now. Equanimous is not uh, indifference. Equanimous is uh, it's also very much. Vibrating. One definition that is very beautiful, you might have heard, is equanimity, being equally near to all things, being able to be with things. And so this quality, uh, there's many ways to develop it. One of the ways to develop it is to be interested in it recognize it when it's there, when the mind is balanced, to actually recognize it and feel it. That's what we've been doing here, noticing the different uh, forms or qualities of our heart or mind 
and uh, be touched by it. And so when the mind is uh, open, spacious, balanced, all the different flavors of that, we're invited to actually be awake in that and feel oh, quiet feels like this. Quiet and connective feels like this. And when it's gone also to notice it. But to be impressed when there's something of that nature that is present, any little flavor of it, you know, you start to have a, let's say, a itch, a strong itch. And you're able to stay there, just do this little exercise or game of staying there with an itch. <laughs> and just keep the mind engaged, like stay there, let's feel, let's feel this. And notice, wow, the mind could like uh, do its little habitual like freak out, like, oh my God, itch. You know, but stay there. Okay, I can allow that to be there. Not something I chose, something is happening. You know, or some pain of the sitting, not the highest, but to say like, can I actually be there and allow discomfort? So we're practicing in this way, um, developing, getting acquainted with the flavor of equanimity. One of the biggest, uh, the most powerful way to develop equanimity is a close, or several maybe, close encounter with the flickering nature of experience, how things appear and disappear, you know? Like being really there for the experience of something, a phenomena while it's existing, like really be there for a flavor and then the flavor gone. Noticing the exist, how something exists so much when it exists and how when it doesn't exist, it so doesn't exist anymore. And we've seen this here, you know, how a mind state of maybe a wave of discouragement is so discouraging. It's so, it's so there. You would want to feel something else, but it's not possible because it's really existing. And paying attention to the existence of discouragement. And then if it passes, which usually it does, then to notice, oh, it's not accessible anymore. It's not there. It's gone. Wow. And the more we're touched by the appearing and disappearing nature of things, the more we have access to equanimity. There's something that is deeply touched by the fact that everything appears and disappears. And apparently something releases in the heart, like the This is there. It can be felt, enjoyed, rejoiced about, or it can be accompanied or cared about in compassion if it's difficult. And released. Released to be, released to disappear. Whoa! That's very wise. <laughs> we have to put a few more minutes on the cushion, maybe, or in the walking. So anyway, these are the four qualities of the heart. Sometimes when we sit and walk and do what we do here, it feels like it's a big mess and we're trying just to survive.
but actually underground in the psyche. Desire getting cultivated and linked together and they'll become powerful. And so now I'd uh, like to invite us to maybe explore a little bit uh, the equanimity and uh, compassion, if it feels right to you. And so in the practice of um, equanimity today, the way we'll explore this, and yeah, I hope it works for you, I would... um, the way I go about it is to uh, actually uh, value it. So I'm sitting here and thinking, okay, I value, I'm going to value balance of heart. So I have the, I set the intention not to lose ground. That's at the forefront of what's uh, in my interest. That what I want to explore is equilibrium. So I'm going to sit here in this body and heart and maybe invite some thoughts. And the idea very much is to stay in balance with the thoughts that are going to show up. So I'm curious about this. I'm putting energy into this. I'm inviting this, you know, and we'll see what's going to happen. But I'm going to keep an eye on that. So if at some point the reflections become triggering in some way, maybe I'll actually let go of the reflection, the thought that are suggested to have or explore, and maybe come back to what? Hearing, maybe. Sometimes in hearing there's a, comes with the sense of space. You know, it's outside the body, it's a little more vast. Or I'll open my eyes and notice that I'm in, I'm in a safe space here a very much relatively safe space. I don't know if I can say that like this. And even maybe look for something uh, appeasing. So for me now, the light going through the windows, something that, or the green of the plants over there, or just their quietness is appeasing. So Maybe that's going to be helpful for me to keep this um, exploration of balance. So you might have the same intention to invite uh, balance, to be interested in, to value it. So there's this body sitting here and breathing. And to the extent that I have access to it or that I want to feel it, uh, can it be okay that it's like this, that the situation in the body or around it or the breath. It's like this right now. Can it be allowed to be like this?
even if it's not the perfect light, floating, levitating body, or perfectly aligned, or even with the discomfort that might be there. Can there be in the heart or mind balance? Maybe it's experienced as uh, acceptance or space. or in any other way that is your way. And with the idea of um, cultivating balance, if I want to, I can invite uh, to mind, bring to mind maybe a friend, somebody I know who's experiencing difficulties, and see if I can allow images or thoughts of this uh, person to come in and keep the heart afloat. or spacious. So being there, not uh, turning away, but also not collapsing, not losing the energy that is so precious needed to accompany, to respond, to assist, or care creatively. So we're thinking of someone who has some difficulty. And if we want, we could say, this is how it is for you right now. Hmm. This is how it is for you right now. I'm not trying to solve yet, I'm not forgetting, I'm not tightening, I'm just allowing reality to be like this right now. There is this difficulty for you. This is how it is right now. In your life, or for your health, or whatever else, there is this challenge, this situation.
Maybe you let go of, uh, maybe you wish well to this person for a moment. May you find the resources inside of you, around you, to overcome this, to find healing, healing or resolution. I care about you. See if you can let go of the thoughts now. Notice if the mind or heart or system is still in balance. Or how could balance be invited back? Maybe feeling the ground, feeling supported by the ground, the earth. And if the heart and or mind or system is uh, some stability to it, You could, if you want, if it feels appropriate, you could think of a difficulty that you have in your life, maybe in a relationship or maybe you're separated from something that is dear to you in some way. And again, with the intention to stay balanced this time while thinking about this, So allowing the images to be there. If it's helpful, staying connected with the body, the hands, resting. Or maybe thinking if you want, this is how it is for me right now. There is this difficulty, this unknown, or this loss. This is how it is for me right now. There is this situation. Not trying to solve right now, just allow this to be there because it is. And then 
expressing, expressing compassion, care. I care about this. May I, may I find uh, courage or the inner resources needed to meet this, overcome this. care about my well-being. May I find healing or resolution. And then see if you can let go of the thoughts related to this difficulty for now and come back to this room, the hearing happening or the touch, if it feels right. Allowing the images to be just the images. Little formations of energy in the mind. Not giving them so much weight or seriousness. Appearances, mirage, now in the mind or heart. Noticing the tingling of the hands. Maybe to continue uh, cultivating this flexibility of heart in this balance, maybe we could think of a friend or somebody we know who's experiencing some joy in some aspects of their life. Success, good fortune, health.
See if you can, your mind can go there now, your heart can go there <coughs> and allow that to be known. Think of a friend of yours laughing, being, feeling good. Let images of beauty or connections, appreciation come to mind freely. See if you can be there with that for a couple of minutes. Let's uh, freely explore these qualities here for the next 10 minutes or so. The taste of benevolence or its absence, or compassion, the capacity to accompany what is uh, unpleasant or difficult. the capacity that the heart has to rejoice, appreciate, notice, feel, be gladdened by what works, what is sweet. The experience of uh, stability or balance, equilibrium, not falling in the extremes of hatred, aversion, or wanting, clinging.
I invite you to um, notice that the space uh, just in front of you, just there, this little space in front of your chest and belly and arms, you can feel it or look at it. This space is a quiet space now. It's an open space, it's a safe space. With the power of your intention, it can even be a friendly space. The space uh, on each side of you also right now is a quiet space, open space. Maybe benevolent space made uh, so by your will, your intention, offering friendliness, making this space a friendly space, or maybe your neighbors are making this a safe, non-violent, friendly space. Same behind you right now, open space, quiet, friendly space. All around, above and below. Quiet space. safe space. Benevolent space. Maybe the inner space also of the heart, or mind, inner life can also be benevolent space. caring, filled, quiet space. One uh, revered teacher say, in that inner space there can be uh, clouds or butterflies. Armies or nothing.
with the power of our intentions, may we make the space around you, around us and inside of us, a benevolent space. If this for some reason was uh, confusing or difficult or didn't seem like it worked for you, please uh, don't be hard on me or yourself. (laughs) Sometimes these things, they work well, sometimes they don't. And uh, it's uh, just one more exploration. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.